I wish that I could go back and tell her that I wanted more peas, that I really loved her meatloaf, and that I didn't need any butter and sugar on my rice. I would eat my rice plain, but I couldn't go back. They didn't want me anymore. I had to go live with my grandmommy. I approached the end of 89th and Essex, and a young man in a red Malibu stayed at the stop sign a little longer than most cars had stayed. My mom had taught me about guys like this and what to do if, God forbid, I ever had to. Do not get into his car, no matter what. Don't even go close to the car. Mom always said, grown people can get directions from grown folks. Run, run as fast as you can. Drop everything and yell and scream. Find a house with an open door. Find a house that looks like someone may be inside. Look for a house with a kitchen light on. A woman is in that house. Find a woman. In that very moment, I remembered all the things my mother had told me. Hey, girl, you want a ride? No, sir. Where are you going? Sir, where are you going? To my grandma's house. Why are you by yourself? My daddy put me out. And just like that, I was covered in my own tears. They came hard, free, and fast. I let my eyes skim the houses I could see through my tears. I was looking for a light in the kitchen. I was looking for a woman. I wanted to run home. I wanted to run to grandma. I wanted to run anywhere where this man was not. Then I heard him. She's okay. I got her. No, man, I got her. I'm going to take her to her daddy. I know her. I am her daddy, and I don't know you. I never saw my dad, but he had been behind me the entire time. He stood in front of me while the young man in the red Malibu drove off. Then he turned to face me and looked down. You ready to come home? Yes, sir, I said, quickly wiping the snot from my nose. I didn't even try to hold back the tears. I didn't care if he saw them. I didn't care about anything. I just wanted to go home. He took the plastic bag out of my hand and we walked the long walk home. I wasn't hungry anymore. He didn't make me eat. Misha, you want some water? My mom offered me a small glass. Yes, ma'am. I took it from her hand. I thanked her. I drank my water. Then I went to my room where my dad was busy putting my clothes back into my drawers. Dad put me to sleep that night, and we never spoke a word about how I'd acted. I'd learned my lesson well, and it was that lesson that came in handy and taught me exactly how to be happy with new additions instead of resentful of them when my little sister made her grand entrance into the family a few years later. That was from Learning Respect the Hard Way from Daddy Issues. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, I am Kamisha Rossard. I am the author of Daddy Issues. It is a memoir that strives to learn how to love my father while hold my, holding myself accountable for my forgetfulness. It is available in walmart.com, barnesandnoble.com, Amazon, Kaboo, any place that you can get an ebook, it's available. And the uh, physical paperback copies come from Amazon and Camley Publishing and Walmart.com. Why did you read the portion you read? Um, because people, I've noticed people read the title and they they say, oh, daddy issues, I got those, I don't want to read that. It's actually about 
the process of remembering through writing, remembering the good things that we have a tendency to kind of suppress when we're so busy holding on to the bad things because those fuel us to be what becomes easy to be. Um, I was very angry. So I was remembering all of the bad things about my dad. And through journaling, I started to remember the good things that I had no idea I was I, I had forgotten. So um, that that's where this came in. It started as a uh, just kind of an outpouring after my father passed. And through the outpouring, memories started to seep in. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I remember that. And I went with that. And eventually we have daddy issues the book. What obstacles, if any, did you use to navigate things you write in the book? Accountability. Accountability was a big obstacle because accountability can hurt. Uh, especially in, in this day where we are, we see a lot of our men taking on a lot of pressure and heat for things. And there's not as much understanding and empathy with our men as there is with some of our women. So to be able to push through that and not give into it and say, okay, look, my father was flawed, but he was still my dad. And if he gave me nothing else, he gave me life. But the more I dug and the more I pressed through that accountability uh, and that responsibility to remember the good things, the more I remembered, wait a minute, he did more good than he did bad. So that was the hardest part. And uh, lastly, any advice to up and coming authors? Oh, gosh. What, would you, what kind of advice would you give? If, if it's an independent author, I would say hire someone or barter with someone for editing and proofreading. Don't be so quick to let your baby go because once we put it out into the world, it's there. We can't take it back. Uh, errors in grammar. Um, structural errors, developmental errors, we can't take it back. So give yourself the time, give yourself the space, and give yourself the approval to seek outside input because it's important. You need the person who's not as attached to your baby to take a look at it. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Exit. As a you need to say, but be willing to deal with the consequences after those words are out, no matter what they are. When I had this story to tell, like I said, it was in the midst of, of hearing so much in social media, and, and I'm, a, I'm an instructor, I teach English, and I'm listening and I'm watching students, and I'm, I'm hearing the conversations that they're having, I'm like, what? wait a minute, where did that come from? Um, and it, it was a matter of good bad, ugly, real, raw, 
We need to acknowledge this because we're losing our men because they're human. They're human. And our our people have gone through so much. Uh, there was grace when it comes to our women, but our men don't have that grace. And we're getting to a point now where the little bit of grace they do have, people are very, very willing to take that away. So this wasn't a story that could be just in my house. I, I felt the need to share to people, look, I made mistakes. That's not my daddy's fault. My daddy didn't do that. I married two people. I didn't have no business marrying. My daddy didn't do that. I got these three boys. My daddy didn't do that, right? So once, for me, it had to be out there because I see so many of us not taking responsibility and accountability for what we decide we want to do. And nobody else does that for us. We make those decisions. So yeah, it needed to be ugly. It needed to be real. It needed to be wrong. It needed to be true. And and people know me. If you got a question, I'm going to answer it. My husband would be like, oh, Lord, please go. But if you have a question, I'm going to answer it. And my father, he was an alcoholic. And um, even though we lived two blocks from each other, I, I very suddenly saw my father. But he was my dad. And when I learned to say, okay, let's take the alcohol away. What did he do before it got to that point? I started remembering things. And I was like, wow. You know, I remember when I fell. And I remember when I was bleeding. I remember when he ran out barefoot and he picked me up. That was my dad. So then that's the man I choose to hold on to. Not the man that Seagrams took. That man, that he, Seagrams can have that man. But the man who came home and, and held me because I couldn't find mistakes or I didn't get an A or I couldn't find a doll, that man who held me and said, I'll buy you another one. I'm holding on to that one. And that's my choice. And that's what I want a lot of people to understand. You have a choice of what you choose to hold on to. Mm. Very true. Does anybody want to ask her a question about her book before she exits the platform here. Okay. It's Daddy Issues. It's oh, a memoir. Okay. Deceiving title from what I hear. I think that last comment you made about having a choice about what you hold on to is profound as hell. Even in the midst of hell, joy is a choice. It is. Our God runs it all. So there's nothing that should be a justification or excuse mm -hmm. as to why you were Whatever. What is your name? My name is Brian. Brian, I am so glad you came. I, I, I want you to stop by. I will. I'm getting that book. I want you to stop by and I want you to keep in touch. I will. Let's do it. Thank I'm you. down. Thank the things you. that God's doing in my life, he says, I need all the help Good. I can get. And I'm going to want to hear about it. All right. You down with me? Anybody else? Before she uh, have this. You know, reflecting on the experience of your father, etc. Mm -hmm. et have you, but have you really come to any conclusions about how much the human experience is shaped by the environment mm -hmm. and then the person? Because, like you said, you know, mm -hmm. kind of like you can hold on to this part and then hold on to this part differently. Mm -hmm. But um, if you took that, if you took that same person and put them in a different environment, mm -hmm. put them in the her, in the, in, 
the conditions, the soil, the environment. They, they may or may not be different. People have been talking about this, psychologists for years. You know, were you able to come to any conclusions about the separation between you know the individual person and the environment? Like if you if you meet a person that's just flowing good, or something that's just like holy evil, how much of that person, you know, how much of that was that's just the way they are? Like how many of that? She's stronger than her resume. I think I've, I've, I've heard that described as um, is it nature or nurture? Right? Nature or nurture. And when I look at my father, um, there's, a, there's a chapter in the book called Origins Matter, right? Because where we come from matters. My father's mother matters right my father's father mattered and he didn't know his father so that's where it begins and it begins before that had someone taken had my father had a different mother he may have been a completely different man right um if if my father knew his father he may have been a completely different man when I look at the relationship between me and my dad, I was I was raised on Chicago South Side. I dropped out of high school. Um, it was bad. It was real bad. I, I married the first man when I was 18 years old, thinking I knew what I was doing. That didn't work. I married the second man when I was 21, knowing I knew what I was doing. That didn't work either, right? But here in Texas, when I decided I'm gonna move differently, Right. I'm going to take the good stuff dad gave me and I'm going to move differently. I became a different woman. So when we talk about nature versus uh, nature versus nurture, for some people, I think, yeah, one is going to be more powerful than the other. And, and eventually the person is going to go one way or the other. But put a person with a good heart. And my dad had a good heart. He just didn't have tools. Put a person with a good heart in the right environment, and you'd be amazed at what happens. People look at me, and, and my, my husband, my husband is, a, is an attorney. He graduated from Columbia. I graduated from Chicago State because I knew I could get into Chicago State. That's why I went. Um, but it taught me so much. But when people look at me now, they're like, okay, how did a man who had no children decide to marry a woman who had three children by two different men? I became a different woman. And when I became a different woman and he saw the woman I was, then I grew into an even better woman because now I'm in a completely different environment. So not looking anymore, I found exactly what I wanted. So. Thank you so much. Uh, she's going to go back to her table. So if you want to go over there and get her book, she'll, you know, give you her book after you pay for it and she can sign it for you. But tell them again where to find your book and your name. Absolutely. I'm Kamisha Broussard. The name of the book is Daddy Issues. You can find the ebook anywhere where they sell ebooks. Walmart, um, Walmart, Amazon, and Camly Publishing are the uh, platforms that give the paperback copy. All other platforms have the ebook, and the Audible is coming out to celebrate the one year anniversary on February the third, which I'll be fifty one years old. So thank you, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. We are going to have our next.
next author interview at three o'clock and it's going to be this lady right here. So you can stick around till then. Or you can, you know,